The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family Barbecue bbq.com for more info this man needs medical attention holmberg's morning sickness the old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail play it again (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what that is but feels like we're getting away with murder Watching the video, you are. I don't know if uh, if you have uh, small Mexican kids in your car that don't speak English. First off, what the hell are you listening to this for? But I apologize if anything's in there that I don't know about. I don't know the words, but that's catchy. That tune's catchy. That one got me. Right, got a good beat. I I could dance to that. (laughs) Minute forty. Yeah, it's perfect amount of it. Uh, It's so good that I wanted to hear it twice to make it a regular length of a song. Great stuff. Nice job, Bert. Thanks. I thought my Bucky Burrow song was pretty solid, Jesus in a Tortilla. <laughs> and it is. That's pretty good stuff. Good choice, John. Well done. Uh, it's 9.52. It's time for us to uh, to get out of here. The entertainment drills upon us. And it's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. And you guys can get your self-defense on immediately. Get out there and learn something about yourself. You're working out on a treadmill. You're trying to lift something. You're trying to push things around, trying to squeeze things. This is uh, kind of boring after a certain amount of time. You get up there to Tactical Black, React Defense will teach you things. You're like, wow, this is all new. And that's what we're all looking for, something to challenge us, something that's going to excite us and get us excited to get off our asses and get in shape, and that's what this does. It puts tools in your tool belt that you didn't know you needed, and once you have them, you're like, I feel so much better that I have this now. And they teach you all sorts of great stuff in an environment that is just fun and a bunch of great people that get involved, like-minded, everything else. Like I've told you before, uh, there's been people who have uh, linked up down there, you know. Families have been born of the React defense. They started 20 years ago. They got couples. Tactical babies? They got, they got tactical babies, not tactical black babies. Oh. Uh, they may have a couple of those. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I didn't want to get specific like I thought where you were going. They have tactical black babies. I don't think you can say that. <laughs> but they have them. And one of the tactical black babies is now like 18, and he's doing it too. It's a generational at this point. They've been around for a long time. So if you and your tactical black babies want to get up there and knock it out, go crazy. You'll be in amazing shape, and you'll feel better about yourself. That's all you can ask for day to day, isn't it? That's what we're all looking to get. Uh, just feel a little bit better about yesterday. That's the goal. ReactDefense.com. It's in Phoenix, Chandler, and Glendale. I got you surrounded. What you going to do? ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black. Brady Entertainment. A website did the math and calculated the most foul-mouthed celebrities on tr- Twitter based upon their last Chrissy Teigen. 3,000 tweets. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen did not even make the list. Steve-O. Out of the top 50. Wow. Well, Iron, it's gotta be... Iron Sheik. Oh, Iron Sheik's got to be strong. Oh, yeah. Nope. No. Because of the last 3,000 tweets, yeah. I don't know how active he's been on Twitter. He's been... You, Brady. You make f***ing pants. 
I love the Iron Sheik. Every tweet is cussing, so it's already flawed. God, who could be? It'll be a rapper or Nicki Minaj. Cardi B. Cardi, Cardi B. B is number yeah. four. Oh, right. all right. Yeah. I don't know We're about 480. Okay. You're right. I don't know about 3,000, but these are his last one, two, three, seven in the last 12 hours. Let's make them bigger. I can't see it. Okay. It's uh, the Alex Caruso A to the Z, Bubba. Yeah, Alex Caruso got busted for having weed. The Lakers uh, guy that looks like me. From a regulatory compliance standpoint, go F yourself, says the Iron Sheik. <laughs> Good night, <laughs> good night, and f- the Paul George. <laughs> Another one about the about <laughs> the refereeing. Scott Foster, I wish I could suplex you, break your effing back with my camel clutch jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> the Paul George worse than the George Costanza says the Iron Sheik. <laughs> I have, I might have to watch him live tweet during a basketball game. Uh, yeah, the NBA referees, Paul George, you dumb. F- you shoot worse than the boy than George. The, than the boy George. <laughs> Go f- <laughs> yourself. Embarrassing the Los Angeles. What the? F- You're telling me that uh, Cardi B and is more than this? Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. This next strong. up, man. I don't know. This is then a tough Brandy one. Glanville. Oh, one of the housewives. She? She's a housewife. Oh, yeah. uh, Nine hundred and forty-six curses. I guess what? Kevin Hart is number one. No, yeah, he tweets a lot of curses. What the heck does that one say? I, don't know. I hear the "Into the Thick of It" song again. I swear to the Jesus, uh, I beat the f- out of my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> and then f- the standard procedure. All he does is cuss. All right, yeah, I got to follow the Iron Sheik now. Yeah, I'm, I'm following him right now. He's hilarious. He's the only thing about Twitter that's worth it. And then at the end of Sunday, good night. Monday, go f- yourself <laughs> till minimum Thursday. <laughs> Giving you four days of f- yourself. <laughs> minimum. Minimum. You might throw a max on that later, but that's like the absolute lowest level. That's the 15 pieces of flair. I'm putting him in at number one. I Yeah. Who should I <laughs> – one of his tweets is to ask his followers, who should I beat the f- out of? Sheaky baby. Yeah. I like this one for 2018. Take a minute of your day to be nice to someone, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Go f- yourself. <laughs> I love the Iron Sheik. As the world turns, go f- yourself. And then also, the Tic Tacs. Yeah. <laughs> he hates when Tic Tacs are bad. Yeah, you get... Do you ever bite a Tic Tac that might be a rock? I love the orange Tic Tacs. You get in there and you're just chowing down, and then one of them is like made of diamonds. Apparently, <laughs> oh, he was a Sixers fan too. Uh, yeah, the Philadelphia. I never eat the cream cheese again. <laughs> Suns in four or go f- yourself. Man, he's just nuts. Yeah, he's the best. Wow, there's a real angry Philadelphia one. Philadelphia, you effing embarrassing, you effing FF garbage F. Yeah, there's no way he's not number one. Somebody didn't pay attention to the poll. Iron Sheik, go get him. Kara Delavine has a, a unusual house. Is that how you say that? I don't know. I don't think that's how you say that. Delavigne? I don't think that's it. Either. I think it's Delavine. I don't know. I think you're saying it wrong. I'm not saying you are. Anyway, she's got a house that has a uh, tunnel underneath it. That's a vagina. Oh, she's got a big (laughs) vagina tunnel? Yeah. And she goes in there. She crawls up in there and 
uses it to uh, meditate, reflect. Iron Sheik has a comment on your pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> All the way back to Baby Shark. Haktui. Cheering his band at the Tokyo Olympics. Della Vigne. It's Vigne. G-N-E is Yigne. Like Gagne. They're cheering. No cheering at the uh, Olympics because you'll spit COVID at each other like, like uh, vipers. Yeah. That's what they think that when you yell. that they got to be watching the NBA playoffs in Japan like we're insane. Because we're screaming and yelling the whole time. That crowd last night was making the TV shake. They were so loud. It Michael was, Wilbon said it's the loudest arena he's been in. See, I think everybody mm. says that until yeah. you go to a – like you go to another one and it gets – you just forget how loud it actually gets. Until well, it's out. been, in, been know, a 18 while. months. Yeah. yeah, it has been a while since you've been in. It was loud, though. The last couple I've been to, it's loud. But you can still talk. You know what I was impressed with and still the loudest I've ever uh, – your Seahawks when oh. at, at Super Bowl forty were – one-fifth of the crowd max, and they were so loud. Yeah. Like, when the Seahawks had the ball, I'm like, they're as loud as we are, and there's, they're, we're, it's 80% Steeler fans. It was incredible how loud the Seahawks fans got. Just walking around down, down Detroit. That was just noticeably different yeah. how they, they cheered. Someone uh, put together the top music moments people wish they could have seen live. It's not bad. A couple, a couple of them would be Whitney Houston singing the Star Spangled Banner. And the Bills and Giants. At the Super Bowl Super 25 and 91. Elton John's performance of Candle in the Wind at Princess Diana's funeral. The she Beatles. That wasn't a musical event. I was going to say, no, there's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a funeral, funeral for Christ's sake. You're not allowed, you guys. Music moments. I know, but you do, I don't want to. Oh, I wish I was at that funeral. Um, there were a lot of people it. there. Right, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't they didn't sell concert yeah. tickets. <laughs> you couldn't go to that. I would have rushed the stage. Yeah. That'd be one of the, twins the Beatles' the rooftop and final concert in 1969. That I would have loved to have seen. Rolling Stones performing in Hyde Park in 1969. Why is that one so big? I mean, because Hyde Park is like a hundred thousand people. Is that, oh, okay. yeah, it's like humongous. Prince's rainy halftime. That's what show I would go at for. Super Bowl 14. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Eric was there, right? Yeah, Eric went to that. Yeah. Oh wow! James Brown's performance at the Apollo in 1963. Okay, I'll take your word for that. The Spice Girls reunited in the no, no, Summer Olympics. No. And Woodstock. Hey, Woodstock is nothing about Woodstock has ever been appealing to no. me. Just dirty hippies. Even Live Aid. Like, like the Everybody talks about Queen at Live Aid. Performance was great, but looking out at that crowd, I'm no thanks. Sitting there for eight hours watching bands set no. up. Because you got to remember, like, every and band sing has along to set with up. Squeeze. Right, and then you got squeeze in between. I don't want to. That's twelve hours of wasted. Oh, were they time. on Live Aid? Of course they were. Who Everyone put them on. Gildoff, <laughs> jackass. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of bad stuff on that. Woodstock to me, wavy oh. gravy and like. Uncle Rusty oh. was there. Yeah, I bet he was selling. Yeah, he was. <laughs> there wasn't. There's like three. He was acts, bending. Three he or four acts at Woodstock. Oh yeah, maybe tops. Three or four acts at Woodstock. One I would have wanted to see would have been Cheap Trick at Budokan. Because that changed go. their world. The three-end yeah, yeah. performance that uh, Hendrix did when he did the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, I would like to see Jimi Hendrix, but not at Woodstock. Because you know why? Because the people who went to Woodstock make me sick. They're dirty, hairy hippie girls making, but like giving birth. They gave birth there. Yeah. Ugh, I never want to see that, even in a clinical setting. It wasn't during their heyday. But what about Pearl Jam at Wrigley? Was that a good show? Not uh-huh. like a life changing show. Wrigley was awesome. Oh, Foo yeah, Fighters is one. I didn't see Pearl Jam. That's right. I don't know. Pearl Jam, it's so easy to have seen them. That's kind of my you know, feeling about you've it. You've seen too. 400 Pearl Jam shows. These all were one-offs, pretty much. 
Kenny Loggins at Summerfest at wasn't in there in Wisconsin. <laughs> Unbelievable. Kenny Loggins. Summerfest or Sausage Fest? It's Summerfest. Well, it turned into that. <laughs> and now you can see it November 22nd, 2022. Elton John live at Chase Field. Sausage Fest! <laughs> Are they going to do the big sausage race in the middle of that one, Brady? I bet they do. Unplanned. It'll be running Look the whole time. Look at that. Sausage yeah. race is broken out. Brady, I notice when I'm on the show, you don't talk to me as much as you used to. <laughs> <laughs> you used to interact with Tommy a little bit. Yeah, you now you just you pass some notes. Me, you're going to let me out on the island oh, now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's going to call me. Uh, we're all done. Let's get the heck out of here, shall we? Uh, Wednesday's in the books. Larry McFeely's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. So long. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.